Okay, on the show today, we are talking about brand differentiation, monetization, advertising, and the current business landscape. I'm Dylan Colsat. This is episode seven of the hashtag AskDK show. So I'm back from Germany. I was in holiday there with my family back in Cape Town and we're shooting AskDK show for you. And we've had some really interesting questions come through today. So um, I'm excited. We've done seven episodes now. So it's really, really awesome. I hope you find some good value from the show. Um, do let me know in your comments. I'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, so we're not going to be stopping anytime sh soon. We are here for the for the long haul. So the focus for Shift One and for Dylan Colstead and the Digital Marketing Academy for the next six months is sales, 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 sales. There's got to be um, a real focus on sales. And um, as I always say, when your bum's in your seat, you're not making any money. Get out there, get networking, get busy, get active, get speaking, get networking, um, and meet people. And that's really the only way to make sales for me. That's what I found. So. I would love to know how you make sales. What is it that's working for you? I've got some clients that they make um, a lot of their business appointments over Twitter. Um, so you find somebody saying, talking about something that you're interested in or that you think that you'd like to um, be a part of their conversation, you message them on Twitter and you set up coffee and you go and meet for coffee and you make a client. So that's one way that really works for one of my, one of my clients. So let me know what works for you and I'm gonna share what works for me. Okay, so today we're talking about um, a whole lot of things. We've got different questions coming in from Twitter and through emails, some of the different social media platforms. So let's get into it. Question number one. Cape Town is a very fitness-oriented city. However, I feel that people here do not enjoy training. How do I differentiate my product and brand to make Cape Townian people aware that we're not another fitness fad? All right, so Lara, I've got an, something I want you to think about. I was thinking about this this morning. I use MAC makeup. I love MAC makeup. That's just the most awesome product. Um, and, but when I was thinking about this morning, why do I like MAC makeup? There's so many different layers into why I choose MAC makeup. Um, if you look at it like an onion, you know, and you peel off all the different layers to get to each layer is a reason why I use MAC makeup. I use MAC makeup because I love the shops. I love the way the um, stylists all wear black and they have amazing makeup. I love the way that you can walk in there and s test the products and, you know, there's always somebody there to help you. But I don't always buy MAC makeup because it's hellishly expensive. So I am currently using, I think it's a L'Oreal foundation and um, it works just as well as the MAC brand, but I don't feel the affinity that I feel with L'Oreal. L'Oreal's a potentially a bigger brand, maybe they make more money, but there's no brand equity for me in L'Oreal. I feel nothing for the brand. I just use it because it's cheaper and it does the job. So you need to go away and ask yourself, how are you going to become the MAC makeup of your industry? How, how, what are all the different things that you package around your product and your brand to make it an experience? and to make people loyal to you far more than just the product. And um, that's, that takes a lot of hard work. That takes a lot of research. What we've done for a lot of our clients is we've done um, what I call dipstick testing, where we go into the marketplace and we will um, 
We'll, we'll poll your clients, we'll poll your potential clients, we'll poll your suppliers, we'll, we'll really get an understanding of the market, uh, why they use you and why they don't use you, why they know of you, why they don't know of you, what they think of you, and then, um, and then really just form a perception of your brand. Because if people are just buying your product um, because of the price, it's really a very bad reason. Then you're in a commodities market and then you've literally, you don't have a brand. Um, so you need to build a brand and you need to identify why people use you, why they use your competitors and then really get become a lifestyle product and if you can become a lifestyle product um, you, you know then you're literally there for the long run. So the other thing is to understand that not everyone is your client so if you say that Cape Town is a very fitness oriented city and but people don't like training so the people who don't like training are not your markets you're never going to convince somebody who doesn't like training to suddenly start training so you know when you start moving into the space of education and trying to educate a market into your product it's a painful expensive expensive world to be in just fo focus on your um on your niche on like the the really small group of people that are already like tuned in and just become an absolute influencer in that market become a lifestyle brand be at all the events be on instagram engage with your followers you really can do this um it's going to take a lot of hard work and it's going to take a little bit of savvy into what uh, what makes your market tick question number two so this is from kaylin naidu so how do you monetize and value your brand slash social media. Okay, so Kaylin, you've asked about four questions in one. So how do you monetize your brand? If you refer to what I, the advice I was giving Lara, is um, you know to build a brand that has value takes a lot of hard work and you really need to understand your market. So a lot of people spend a lot of money in doing you know, brand research and brand audits to understand their brand and, and the markets and what is it and how you can build a brand that has value. So. Um, but it, it is worth it taking the time to stop and to do the insights and analysis and determine what your brand is all about. And, um, okay, how do you value your brand? That's kind of a different question. How do you value a brand? What is the value of a brand? I mean, is it how much you can sell a business for? Is it, is it in how well-known your brand is? So I'm not sure what the question is in terms of how do you value your brand? I think what you're trying to ask me is how do you add value to your brand? Um, so again, refer back to what I said to Laura in the question before you, basically you need to build a brand that people are loyal to and that means that it can't be based on price, it has to be based on some sort of lifestyle, some sort, of, your brand has got to add shine to them as a person. So if I use these glasses, which happen to be Dolce & Gabbana, I specifically went into the shop and I said I don't want no-name brand glasses, I want glasses with a brand because I need the brand to add to me personally. It takes a long time to build a brand that has value, but, um, but you need to have a clear roadmap painted out for yourself. It's not going to happen organically. It's not going to happen just by um, sort of farting around in the dark. You've got to have a really clear roadmap for yourself in determining who, you know, what is it that's, in, um, what is the value that your clients seek? What is their lifestyle? What is it that's important to them? And, and what is your brand all about? Um, and then obviously social media plays a huge role in terms of this thing. So there's two levels of social media that I always talk about. There's what I call Me Too social media, which is what a lot of businesses are doing. It's basically they, they make a lot of posts, they create a lot of content, they're just putting it out there, they just, um, they just 
sort of one side of communication, blah, 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 out there into the world. And um, that's me through social media. You're literally just ticking all the boxes, but it's not taking your brand anyway. It's not moving the needle. But then there's what we call the kingmaker social media, which is really using social media the way it was meant to be used, which is what we're doing for the Tom Colstead brand, which is what we're doing for a lot of our CEO clients, which is we, we literally um, created a, a TV channel for you, for your personal brand, and you can do it for, we do it for a lot of uh, business brands as well, and we, um, we, we create a following of daily, you know, people that check in daily and want a daily update on what's happening on in, in your life. So that's really where you use social media to build a brand and to take a brand to the next level. Okay, so question number three is from Craig Wallace. How are you doing, Craig? <laughs> uh, you mentioned in the DK Daily episode two that advertising is dead. Can you please elaborate on that topic? So, yes, um, I do feel that advertising is dead and I feel like TV is dead. Um, if they're not dead at the moment, they're certainly dying. And the reason is that because the youth of today just don't believe, it's not even the youth of today. If you think about the millennials, they're no longer youth. They're in their mid-20s. They're in their upper 20s. They're heading for 30s. So it's not even the youth of today. It's, it's, it's um, the markets of today are just tired of being lied to you and they're tired of hard sell advertising. And what they're looking for is they're looking for a personal relationship with, um, with brands and they're looking for a personal relationship with with thought leaders, and they can have this via social media. I can di direct message anybody on Instagram. They may not reply, but I can direct message them. I don't have Kim Kardashian's email address, but I can direct message her if I wanted to. Luckily, I have no such desires. A lot of the publishing moguls and the big publishing brands are rapidly trying to reinvent themselves because nobody goes to a newspaper anymore. Everyone's reading content online and it's all free. So everything's being disrupted. Um, and for me, if you have to place an ad in a, in, a, in a magazine or on TV, why don't you rather give that money to an influencer and um, let them take that money and do something interesting with it. That's something that adds credibility to your brand, um, the influencers' credibility as well as their, um, their shine will basically rub off on the brand. And what's amazing now is that we're cutting out the middleman. Instead of paying a publication, now the influencers are being paid and the marketing budget's going to influencers. So there's a fine balancing act between influencers taking money and still being seen as credible. Um, so if Dolce & Gabbana, this is not an advert, uh, approached me and wanted me to market their, their glasses, contact me Dolce & Gabbana, um, would I be able to do it and still have credibility with my readers that's, and my followers? That's, that's really important. So I do feel that advertising is dying. I mean, Never going to die completely, but I do feel like you shouldn't be investing huge amounts of money in big media budgets anymore. You should be investing it cleverly with content creators and creative content creators. Yeah, I want to uh, try and get something that's a bit closer so this works. Onanga's in the shop, but. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine that he's in the shot, I just don't think he should do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number four. So, how has social media changed the business landscape? And can you see any major disruption in the near future? Well, now, if I could see those major disruptions, I wouldn't be sitting here. I would be monetizing them right now. But social media has completely changed business landscape because, as I mentioned in the previous question, um, it's disrupted the way that we reach out to our market. So we used to reach out to our customers a lot through third-party paid networks and paid channels and advertising platforms and to reach bigger markets. And those are the people that had the power in those days. And the power has shifted into the hands of the consumer, into my hands. So I'm sitting here you know, and you are watching this video, 
which means that um, you're not buying an expensive magazine necessarily, you're watching this for free. So, um, so that's how social media has disrupted the business landscape. And businesses are trying to figure out still how to use social media properly. And a lot of them are doing this Me Too social media thing, which I don't feel moves any needles, and it's really just a waste of time. If you're going to do social media properly, you need to engage with an audience uh, continuously. So one of the reasons I feel advertising is dead and that's one of the reasons I feel movies are dying is because they're too slow. So a movie will come out once and then every two or three years you'll get, you know, series or what is it? Uh, part two, part three, part four. It's too slow. So along comes series and series comes out every week. It's too slow. People are looking for a daily fix. So if you can give them a daily fix, then you are going to be in the game. So what's the next disruption? I don't know. Because social media is already, it's already a has-been. It really is. We're late to the curve. Even I'm late to the curve now. I should have started this two years ago. Most of the big bloggers now and vloggers, they, they started many, many, many years ago. Um, and they've already amassed millions and millions of followers, or at least hundreds of thousands of followers. If you read John Sinai's book on what's your moonshot, he covers a whole lot of different um, areas that you know what the in terms of future and what's the future going to be. And I suggest you get a hold of his book. So that's it for episode seven. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're getting some value from this talk. Thanks to everyone who sent me some questions. If you've got any questions, please tweet me or please post them on any of my social media platforms using the hashtag AskDK, and you'll be featured in episode eight. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Oh,